the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm sure you've heard at some point that we live, or soon will live, in two Americas. Uh, Republican, Democrat, conservative, leftist, capitalism, Marxist. Uh, There are many ways to divide our country. Uh, But it appears to me that the way that will divide our country at some point in the future is morality. Whether we will choose to be a country that lives to the moral standards of the Bible and society until about 10 minutes ago, or whether we will continue down the uh, decadent rabbit hole that has ended many, many, many cultures, societies, uh, regimes that seemed unconquerable. Uh, Rome would come quickly to mind. Uh, Yesterday, The two Americas could not have been more clearly defined than they were in Washington, D.C. and here in Columbus, Ohio. And I am glad that I live in the America where at least the people, majority of the people on the State Board of Education took a courageous stand for morality, for men being men, women being women, and that girls in school should not be subjected to the threat of psychological, social, or physical harm. The opposition to the expansion of Title IX to include those mentally ill, gender dysphoric kids who think that they are not the sex they were born, the objection comes from a society that would have had a high time yesterday celebrating with Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Rob Portman, and other politicians at the White House, where they held a raucous celebration as Joe Biden signed into law the perfectly named for Democrats Protection of Marriage Act. Defense of Marriage Act, excuse me. Uh, The Defense of Marriage Act does exactly what the Build Back Better and Inflation Reduction Act did the opposite of what it is named. The Defense of Marriage Act ensconces into law same-sex marriage. And boy, oh boy, is it being hailed. Here's the USA Today headline. A blow against hate. Biden signs landmark bill protecting same-sex interracial marriage. Listen to the lead. President Joe Biden signed historic legislation Tuesday protecting same-sex marriages nationally, marking a major milestone in the fight for gay rights that follows a seismic change in the nation's attitudes. Well, it doesn't signal a seismic change in my attitude, and it never will. 
And that doesn't mean that I hate people who are LGBTQ. Rather, I feel sorrow for them living opposite of the way God intends for them to live and the way he made them. And that's not a hateful attitude. It is a compassionate attitude. So it's very depressing to me to think about anyone missing out on the free gift of God's grace and the availability of eternal life to all. It is extremely sad to me. And yet people who persist in holding apart from God's authority any aspect of their life, whether it's sexually or in the way you conduct yourself in other fashions, uh, risks that particular aspect of your life becoming your idol. And the very first commandment is, uh, shall have no other gods before me. Uh, Sexuality has become a god to the left. It has become the defining characteristic of the left. The celebration at the White House yesterday of this codifying into law same-sex marriage certainly shows that. And politicians have allowed themselves to exercise in this area something they would never be allowed to do in other areas. For instance, if a politician advocated for, signed, and celebrated a law that advantaged them financially, uh, we would move heaven and earth to have them removed from office, would we not? Whether it's insider trading, whether it's fraud, it would not be allowed for a, an elected representative to advocate for a position that advantages their own personal situation. But, but when it comes to gay marriage, both Rob Portman and Chuck Schumer, Republican and Democratic senators, make very clear that the reason why they are proponents of the Respect for Marriage Act is because of LGBTQ children in their own family. Rob Portman is on the record as saying that is what changed his position on the issue. That his son came to him and said, Dad, I'm gay. And so Rob Portman said, well then, I was obviously I've been wrong on protecting marriage as something between a man and a woman. I will therefore change my position because the situation in my own family has changed. Chuck Schumer yesterday said, passing the Respect for Marriage Act wasn't just the right thing to do for America. It was personal to us, to our staff and our families, and it's certainly personal to me. The tie I am wearing reminds me what this moment is all about. It's the tie I wore on the day my daughter got married to a beautiful young lady, one of the happiest days of my life. Well, good for you. But your happiness will someday turn to sorrow when you realize the fallout of that decision. Here locally, it's uh, thankfully the State Board of Education stood up and said, no, we're not going to allow boys and girls spaces in schools. We're going to pass a resolution, even though it was diluted somewhat. We're going to pass a resolution that says that boys can't be in girls' spaces in schools. It's not a law. It's not a law. It's not binding. It's just a recommendation. This is the position of the State Board of Education that schools should not do this and that we should not honor the Biden administration's attempts to expand Title IX to include gender as a protected class. Because your gender, as the alphabet mafia will tell you, can change 
Anytime, any day. Can change multiple times a day if they want to. I'm a boy first period. I'm a girl second period. I, I've had teachers in the Dublin district tell me they have students who change their gender virtually every day. I mean, after all, if there are, as some people say, 72 genders or 200 genders, I mean, it, you could barely cover each one in an entire school year. So you might as well sample them all, right? This is the breakdown of society right before our eyes, which, of course, compels people on the left defending it to lie through their teeth. Here's Amanda Erickson, director of oh, Education and Outreach at the Kaleidoscope Youth Center, which is a perverted, demented organization that reaches out and tries to groom kids into the LGBTQ lifestyle. Here's her quote. She's against the resolution, in case you were wondering. This is taking one single group of students and not including them in the same basic education as the rest of the students that we work in, work with in Ohio. Really? Did the resolution ban LGBTQ kids from going to Math class, history class, English class? I don't think so. It banned boys who contend they're girls from going in girls' restrooms, showers, locker rooms, from playing girls' sports. That's what it did. But Amanda Erickson has to exaggerate, which is to say lie through her teeth, about this resolution. This is taking one single group of students and not including them in basic education as the rest of the students that we work with in Ohio. What is the reason people lie to you? Because they don't have the truth on their side. So come on down, Jennifer Adair, head of the Columbus City School Board. Her opinion on the resolution? This legislation is absolutely disgusting. It promotes just blatant discrimination. And it is just full of hate. Uh, Wrong, wrong, and wrong. The headline on NBC4's coverage of this, they're an NBC property, so you know where this is going. Ohio Board of Education approves anti-LGBTQ plus resolution. What's anti about it? What's anti about it? You could write a headline that says, Ohio Board of Education approves resolution to protect girls from predators. Now, that's not to say that every kid who identifies as transgender is a predator. Not at all. Many of them are confused kids just looking for community and identity from an awkward period in their life where they're having trouble finding friends, making friends, and understanding the biological changes going on in their body. But in Loudoun County, Virginia, a boy who contended he was a girl wearing a skirt raped, no, sodomized a girl in the bathroom and then was shipped to another school while the school kept it quiet and he sexually assaulted another. If the left is allowed to make one 10-year-old girl raped in Columbus a national headline as indicative of a widespread problem with the overturn of Roe versus Wade, then I think we're allowed to use one girl sodomized and another girl sexually assaulted in Loudoun County, Virginia, as a warning case. light in the uh, studio. The Christmas lights behind me, Pam, were not on. You had to remind me to turn the Christmas lights on. Lends a festive feel to the Bruce Hooley Show on what is, well, it's a day with a mixed blessing. Uh, We uh, 
I've said before that we could do a segment every day. Today in evil. Lots of it yesterday at the White House. The glorification of decadence, of sexual immorality. I try not to overload the show with uh, scripture, but I can't give you my opinions and my analysis on things without framing it through the prism that governs every decision that I make in my life. And that prism is the Bible. It is the tangible instruction book of God's truth. And I have been blessed enormously over the last mm, three, four years by making a habit reading a chapter of Proverbs every day that matches the date of the month. So today I read Proverbs 14. And as you do that day after day, month after month, you pour small doses of God's wisdom into your head and hopefully into your heart. And so to watch yesterday at the White House as Joe Biden um, screamed about the evil of laws throughout our country that restrict transgender kids from being subjected to drugs that will permanently alter their bodies, render them sterile, allow them never to experience sexual fulfillment, let alone have children, and then to rail against mutilating minors' bodies with surgeries that would give them the appearance of the sex opposite of the one they were born, but not allow their bodies to function well. And we have myriad, myriad examples. I gave you one yesterday, a Navy SEAL who says his life was ruined by transitioning from a man to a woman. He doesn't blame the people who lured him into that life because he said, ultimately, it's my responsibility. That's his SEAL training. You don't make excuses for things. You don't blame things on others. You face your own personal responsibility. There's not a lot of that in our culture now. There's a degradation of the values that made America great. American exceptionalism, hard work, delayed gratification, consequences for actions. None of those are popular now. So I'm not surprised yesterday that Joe Biden, a president who will do or say anything to gain power. It's funny, uh, last night, I'll see if I can find it for later on the show. Tucker played a clip of Joe Biden from Meet the Press in like, I don't know, 1995-ish, where Biden was mocking, mocking the distraction of having a debate on Capitol Hill about gay marriage and how it was nothing more than an attempt to distract from an administration that wanted people to talk about something other than real issues that matter to America. Now Joe Biden is the president who holds a celebration yesterday at the White House where he brings in every freak he can to celebrate codifying same-sex marriage into law. For instance, an invited guest yesterday at the White House to celebrate same-sex marriage was a drag queen who has performed and uh, advocated for youth being subjected to this person's perversion. Uh, There's a video out there of this drag queen 
performing for a two-year-old boy cavorting around in the garish, exaggerated makeup and clothing that drag queens wear to really commit what is today, in my mind, the modern equivalent of blackface. Blackface is and should be frowned upon as a horrible part of our entertainment past, but men can dress up and can caricature women, and that's just fine. It's, in reality, absolutely no different than blackface. Uh, One of the things that this particular drag queen posted on social media was extolling the virtues of kids who came out to his drag show, saying that, quote, the kids are out to sing and... Oh, man, what do I do with this? Let's just say uh, engage in oral sex is the other thing that this drag queen posted. A two-year-old boy pictured in that video that the drag queen was writing about. This is an invited guest at the White House yesterday, folks. An invited guest of the most powerful man in the world, of the United States government. And... If you oppose it, and I do, and I think a lot of you do, well, you are a pariah. You are outside the bounds of progressive thought. You're not with the program. No, I'm not with the program, and I'll never be with the program because I don't answer to what is popular. I don't answer to what is accepted. I don't answer to what makes my life easier from people who don't share the beliefs that I have. I would not mistreat someone who is trapped in the throes of the LGBTQ lifestyle. That's not what I'm advocating for. But this blind acceptance of it, let me just deal with for the moment this lie that the LGBTQ community, as is so often stated, and was stated yesterday by the opponents of the resolution adopted by the State Board of Education, Uh, that the LGBTQ community is marginalized. It's marginalized. It's under attack. Really? Don't they get a whole month to celebrate their uh, lifestyle? Don't major corporations in the United States of America force their employees to put rainbow flags on their email signatures for that entire month? Don't celebrities and sports heroes and the like have a much easier life if they embrace the LGBTQ agenda than if they openly oppose it? That doesn't feel marginalized to me. That feels celebrated. That feels like you're advantaged if you're a part of that community. And so I could tell you who the really marginalized people are, the people who are committed to standing for what is true and what is authentic and what is good. Uh, Then... You are definitely, definitely in the crosshairs. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.